Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in thy house. God's word for today. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus and the good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember, ye are being, that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, hallelujah. Ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon for the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a neat and holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. In this passage of scripture, we should recognize the fact that those that are blessed to be a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is because of God's agape love for humanity. No one can buy salvation. Deceive God and sneak in or do enough to be chosen one over another. Salvation is by the grace and mercy of God. Socioeconomic advantage doesn't help when it comes to salvation. Race doesn't matter when it comes to salvation. Everyone that is now will ever be a part of the kingdom of God will happen by God's choosing. Follow the gospel of Jesus Christ, and one's chances to be chosen are increased. 
God is not a respecter of persons. When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a bit of a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Irma Bombeck. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus Christ, as again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. Holy Father, we thank you for the opportunity to experience the dawning of this new day and today being the day set aside by most Christians, God, as the day of worship. God, and we are asking you, Lord God, that as we go to our assemblies today, God, that you would demonstrate your presence with us. Forgive us, Lord, anywhere and everywhere we fail to in word and deed or in thought. Do it for us individually, Lord God. Do it for us corporately. God, that your glory will be demonstrated in our services today as we gather together to worship you in the very beauty of holiness. God, that we worship you in sincerity and in truth. We lift up your name, God, and extol your name to invite your presence, Lord, with us. And for that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. God, and we're asking you, Lord God, to let love, joy, peace, and happiness fill our lives and let healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. We pray, God, your blessing upon us, Lord God, that as we move forward today to perform the tasks that you set before us today, God, that we do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. God, and we keep our heads up realizing that you're with us, never to leave us, nor forsake us. Keeping in mind, remembrance, God, that you promised through your word that you're with us to help us, to deliver us, to save us. And for that, we say hallelujah, hallelujah, and thank you, God. We know, God, hallelujah, God, that you're our shepherd and we shall not want. You're going to lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. You're going to maintain our cause. So whatever it is that we are confronted with, all we have to do is be reminded of your promise that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you are for us, then who can be against us? And for that, we move forward, God, with the wisdom, the understanding, the clarity that you provided us in the gospel of Jesus Christ to help others come out of darkness into this marvelous light that you've created for those that accept the gospel of Jesus Christ and the water baptism in Jesus' name and the baptism of the Holy Ghost that only you can provide. And for that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. We pray for a refreshing God for every pastor and every preacher and teacher of the gospel of Christ today as they stand in pulpits, God, or wherever they are ministering your word to your people. They'll do it without fear, favoritism, or compromise. And when you see that, God, that you're going to just speak, God, even those things that are yet to come that we don't even know right now. We thank you for it, Lord God. And we're asking you, God, to continue, God, to just let them do, preach, teach, demonstrate with clarity and understanding, God, because we know that we're helping others that don't know and don't know that they don't know come out of darkness into this marvelous light you've created for the righteous. God, so let them do it, God, without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence, Lord. In the holy name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray. I ask you, God, to look into every home and turn every home into a God-presence home through 
prayer and the reading of your scripture today, together as a family unit at some point every day. We ask you, God, to look on all those that are sick and shut in and in sick rooms and sick beds, God, anywhere and everywhere, where they're crying out to you in Jesus' name. Help me, God. Get me out of here, Lord. Heal my body, Lord. Heal that cry, God, and let the Holy Ghost minister to them and get them back on their feet. For those that cry in the same fashion, Lord, forgive me and help me because, God, they've lean to their own understanding and their own imaginations, their flesh, God, their feelings and their emotions got them in a bad place. But as they cry for help, hear them, God, and deliver them, I pray again this morning. For those that have lost their self-sufficiency, God, and their financial independence, God, you are the great restorer. God, you are the God of restitution, God, and you, God, we, I'm believing you, God, this morning again that for those that are crying out in sincerity and in truth for help, particularly those of the household of faith, God, that you're going to grant that deliverance unto them that they can share and testify to others that they just held on to you in the midst of all the trials and the tribulations that are going on and all of the economic chaos that's taking place, the Lord delivered you. Let that be our testimony that we can help others if they turn to you with their whole heart, that you're going to bring them out too. And for that, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, console the hearts and bereavement. Deliver them, Lord God, and strengthen them to move forward. Grant them consolation like only you can. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray. And lastly, as always, and every morning, God, I'm asking you for everyone that seek you in sincerity and in truth, because you know the heart of a man. God, you know whether they're sincere or not. God, and we pray, God, that you would save them from this underworld generation, baptizing them with the Holy Ghost, so they can have the indwelling of the Christ of God. So as the, the prophecy of the Apostle Paul that you so granted him that we're so grateful for, that those of us that believe and receive the baptism of your spirit, the scripture teaches us that when the Lord Jesus with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel stand in the clouds and shout out for the righteous, even the dead in Christ will rise up and get with those that are alive and remain in Christ on the earth that day and be called up to meet the Lord in there. And this is our hope. This is my prayer. And I believe it again today because I'm asking it in Jesus' name. Amen, and thank you, God, and I do believe it so. Remember, things are not as bad as they seem, and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. You got to keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.